Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 234. Are you ready for it factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then, join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Yo, what's going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It's Eric Cacciatore here, and you know what you're listening to, the number one restaurant podcast for personal growth and all that good stuff. So anyway, I just wanted to take a quick moment, no sponsors today, because I want to use this time to really drive traffic to these blabs I'm hosting. Every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, I'm going to be hosting a blab with one of my past guests. These are people who have been on the show, who I'm going to again to say, hey, come join us for coffee and conversation. Uh, it's a live streaming video feed where you can actually come on the call with us and join the conversation and ask any of the questions you have, if you are a restaurant owner, a general manager, or if you're in the process of opening your restaurant, or if you're just having some leadership issues and you need some advice on how to handle your people or anything you can think of, this is your opportunity to connect with a mentor, to ask the questions you have, and to have them shine a light on the path to success for you. So take advantage of this. Really want to try, try to drive traffic to these conversations because I just think they're so valuable and I'm really excited about this resource. So again, every Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, keep an eye on my social feeds. I'll try to send an, an email out to remind you as well. So make sure you're signing up for those. Uh, subscribe to my email list. You'll get those emails where you will get the link to these blabs so you can come join the conversation, have some coffee, and just uh, lean on our community. That's what I'm here for, guys. Um, I'm here to serve you, and I think this is an incredible way to do it. So it is Thursday, which means it's Authority Thursday. I have a great guest on the show for us today, somebody who uh, is really going to shine a light on uh, the difference between reward programs and loyalty programs and a company, uh, the, the founder of a company, thanks, Zach Goldstein, who uh, is just doing really incredible things. Uh, Kate Edwards is on the show, a customer service expert. She had incredible things to say about thanks, about how they can create loyalty in your restaurant. So I decided to uh, extend an invitation to the folks over at thanks to come on the show. So we have Zach Goldstein, the founder of thanks on the show, who's going to shine some light on uh, loyalty in general, the programs and how they work and specifically how thanks works and why you might want to consider adopting a service like this. All right. That's all I have. Here's the show. It's a good one. I hope you enjoy it. So with excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Zach Goldstein. Zach, tell me you're feeling unstoppable today. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So uh, Zach Goldstein is the founder and CEO of Thanks. Thanks is a mobile customer loyalty program that makes loyalty process effortless for both the restaurant owner and guests. And we're going to dive into the details. And Zach is uh, on the show because Kate Edwards, a past guest, had great things to say about Thanks. And you guys know that I'm really particular about what products and services I allow on the show. Kate, she knows her stuff. And if she's recommending something, I mean, that was like an instant, like, come on the show for me, uh, Zach. So uh, can't wait. Great. I can't wait to learn more about Thanks and how it can help us in our restaurants. But before we learn about this loyalty program and how it can help us, I really want to get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quote or mantra. So what do you have for us today? Yeah, I tell our team that irrational passion 
can overcome any obstacle. Mm, a rational passion can overcome any obstacle. Really dive into that and how it resonates with you. I think being passionate about building something from, from start, uh, from the ground up is, is really important. And it motivates every person on my team uh, into creating something that didn't exist before. So we often think about, well, there's passion and then there's this, this kind of irrational passion. Where does it come from? What drives you? Where does it, where's that motivation stemming from? It almost doesn't make sense. You're so passionate. And that's, mm-hmm. that's how we feel about build, building <laughs> deeper relationships between our, our merchants and their best customers. Oh, that resonates with me so much too, Zach, because I, when I think about what I want restaurant stoppable to become, it's so irrational that like only like that passion will be what you know makes it happen. And it's, I think it's the irrational, exactly. it's the irrational that, that are, are going to become, you know, successful because no one's willing to try what they're going to try. And let me ask you, what was it that was so irrational about thanks that made you different from other loyalty programs? Cause it's not like you like created the concept of a loyalty program. So what, what made what you were trying to do so out of reach and so irrational? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that really is, uh, was previously un, unheard of before we started. Thanks was that you could build a full featured, incredibly robust loyalty program without banging your head against the point of sale, no hardware, no point of sale integration. That, that concept has never existed before. And that's what has plagued loyalty for so long. 12, 18 month development cycles, significant upfront costs, often in the seven or eight digits. Uh, and, and no wonder so many businesses sit on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And we, we came in and said, this might sound crazy, but we can do all of that without actually building really painful integrations or deploying a bunch of new technology in the actual restaurant. So let me ask, like, so you're full featured and you can, you can do quote unquote all of that. So what do you mean by full featured and all of that? Like, give me some examples. Great question. So first of all, a loyalty program needs to be specific to every individual business. No restaurant wants to be part of some network where someone can earn rewards at their restaurant and go use them somewhere else. And so building restaurant specific programs is step one. Okay. Second, building highly custom programs that actually make sense business to business. There's a reason we work with QuickServe all the way to fine dining, because we can actually adjust the program, frequency-based programs, spin-based programs, programs that actually reward engagement through other channels like charity organizations or social media. That, that breadth of options and breadth of rewards to offer, whether those are discounts or VIP experiences or free items uh, or whatever makes sense for the brand, that allows the program to actually be be customizable to them. So just but to, then beyond, just, just yeah, to summarize that, just because I, I know that a lot of people out there are like me and they're a little bit foreign. I did some research. I read a lot of articles to prepare for this, but I'm still got a lot to learn. So when you're saying highly customizable, you're talking about being able to customize your own personal brand and integration with other products, products and services that are out there, other B2B services. Is that what you mean by highly customizable? Yeah, I mean, the actual reward program needs to be customizable. But yes, we also integrate. So we directly integrate, for instance, uh, with the leading email service providers, MailChimp, Constant Contact, et cetera. There's quite a long list of them. So that people that sign up for your loyalty program can automatically be added to your e-club list. Uh, we integrate directly with the technology we built, uh, which captures customer feedback through Net Promoter Score. Okay. And so we're actually able to, in real time, after consumers make a purchase, not only reward them for that, which is what most rewards programs do, but ask them for their feedback, which is how we really transcend that and become more of a loyalty program building mm. deeper one-on-one relationships. Okay. So just to summarize, you offer that customizability with uh, the branding and the integration with other services, plus the, the type of rewards that you are offering uh, the guests and 
on top of that, the ability to extract the data through the survey. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. It okay. needs to be, it needs to be a wide range of things because building a deeper relationship with a customer is not just doing one thing, not just giving out discounts. That's the old way of thinking about it. Okay. Now there's a lot more elements to actually building deeper relationships with your customer. So I want to dive into that more, but before we do, I want to, you know, elevate and grow to that point of the conversation. Let me learn more about thanks. Um, and the, the company, the company history. So, um, like how did you evolve into this service that goes beyond the, tr- the traditional loyalty program? Yeah. In a past life, I was a consultant. I worked with a large number of restaurant chains. Uh, and one of the problems that they have is activating data about their businesses. So we consistently were coming in uh, at considerable expense and helping the business analyze their data and, and try to figure out what to do with it. And so that started my passion and loyalty. Uh, okay. I, I learned from my mentors that it's seven times more cost effective to gain an incremental visit out of an existing customer than to acquire a new customer. Mm, And so therefore, why not spend your marketing dollars on customer retention? Yet most restaurants are not doing that. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I had the opportunity to read the ebook that you guys have on the line right now. And uh, some of the numbers, just, uh, you know, 25, I think it's 20%. Yeah, 20% of your customers are responsible for two thirds of your revenue. And to me, that's just, you know, incredible. Um, and it sounds like what you focus on doing is increasing that percentage of return customers. Is that really yeah, what that's, you're trying to do? Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Uh, it's two things. I think we want to. Uh, well, really, it's three things. I think we want to focus on those current VIPs because even a small change in their spending can result in a massive change in your revenue. Uh, there's, a, there's a quote from, from Bain & Company uh, that a 5% increase in customer retention can result in a 100% increase in a profitability. Wow. So getting a little bit more out of your top customers, that's important. Second is encouraging average customers to become those top quartile customers. So what do you do to turn an occasional customer into a loyalist? And then third is making sure that you don't lose those really top customers that are driving, to your point, two-thirds plus of revenue. Because even one of them disappearing can be worth thousands of dollars. It adds up very quickly. And so how do you proactively retain them and then reactively reach back out to them uh, when the inevitable happens and some of them walk out the door and don't return? Awesome. So I guess this is this is a great segue into what you already mentioned just a couple minutes ago, that thanks goes beyond the traditional model of just offering discounts, which is where we kind of lose, uh, you know, we, we lose that. To me, that is, it's disingenuous. Um, yep. When I think of the words loyalty, I think of uh, really going beyond what most people would do to really engage with your guests. Uh, I mean, I think so many people expect loyalty, but they aren't willing to give anything in return for that loyalty. Like just really taking the time to get to know your guests, to engage with them online, to sit down with them uh, at the, the table, maybe sit down with them, but at least touch the table and get to know them, get to know what they love, what, what, what they're interested in, what keeps them coming back to your restaurant. Most people don't take that extra, you know, step. Uh, does thanks help with that? Yeah. So I, I love that question because at the end of the day, there are, there are absolutely restaurants that do an exceptional job of building deeper relationships with the customers when they're within the four walls of your restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they do that by training the staff, touch the table, ask them how their experience was, make sure that you're present. That's great advice and is actually mission critical to running a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Turns out those exact mantras are hard the second the guest walks out the door. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we see as mission critical to a successful loyalty program is extending that love for your customer. Okay. And so 
not, it's not just about every time a customer spends money, you're going to give them rewards. That's what people think about often when they think about loyalty. And that matters because mm-hmm. customers do expect if you're going to get data about me, you're going to give me something in exchange. Okay. But it doesn't have to be rewards. I'll give you an example. Yeah. We, we ask customers in real time on their mobile phone for feedback about their experience. How was this experience? How likely are you to recommend to a friend? And they are able to write about their experience. Now, we're talking about seconds after they make a purchase. Okay. And so what's crazy is about 15% of consumers take the time to actually share feedback. Now you have context about who this person is, how much they spent, which location they were at, what the time was, uh, what their history is with the business, their lifetime value. That allows you to engage one-on-one with those customers. And our best businesses do a great job of actually responding and treating their customers as individuals. The, the, the data is pretty clear here. Just asking your customer, how was your experience, has a 7% increase in customer visit frequency. Just wow. the process of asking. It's, if you actually take the time to respond, the number doubles to 14%. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I, I just recently finished uh, Jeff Benjamin's book, Front of the House, which is an awesome book. And that's one thing that he recommends doing in his, in his full service restaurant is so many people miss that opportunity when the guest is leaving to just ask. The host just says goodbye and smiles. Have a great night. But if you just take that time just to ask, uh, how was your evening? What How do we serve you? You'll be surprised at the information. And what it sounds like what what thanks does is uh i mean i'm not suggesting that we shouldn't ask face to face but it also there's that safety net that extra extension of it's going to send that person a message on top of it too so you're really just you know getting them with the double whammy um so i mean am i reading that right am i listening to this right that's that's exactly right and at the end of the day having clear data to show what is our favorability rating by location or by time of day to have clear data that shows uh, what what are our customers like and what are the things that they're currently complaining about? Uh, it makes it really yeah. structured in the way that you can actually respond to customers and solicit feedback. Uh, and and fa- frankly, there is no replacement for a wonderful customer service experience in the restaurant. But this is about as close to that as possible. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so I guess this kind of answers one of the questions. One of our my uh, close friends, you might know him, Brandon Hall of Next Restaurants. You've been mentioned a few times on his blog. He he wanted me to ask. Uh, let me find specifically the question right here. The big question that he has, and I think we kind of just answered it. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. How can thanks help restaurants broaden loyalty be, beyond discounts? And I think that's what we just covered. Are you, is it safe to say we covered this question? Do you want to dive deeper into that? I think it's it's worth just touching on briefly a little longer because this is probably the number one question I get asked. Okay. Uh, people say people say loyalty is interesting to me. Obviously, I care about my customers, but I don't want to just discount my best customers. Yeah. And what's an interesting analogy here is what's going on with Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle lacked a loyalty program. Mm-hmm. They made a conscious decision not to have one. They're now going through a, a, a bad media cycle and have realized that they need to be giving out pretty significant discounts uh, because they're trying to drive traffic back in. Business Mm -hmm. is down 30%. The problem with lacking data about their customers is that Chipotle is now giving discounts to everyone. And instead of focusing on the best customers and reaching out to them and saying, we know you used to be a loyal customer. We haven't seen you in a while. We just want to say sorry for this experience. Mm-hmm. Whether that does or doesn't have a discount, that personal attention makes an impact. Without data about your best customers, about who are those 25% that are driving two-thirds of your revenue, 
you're kind of left in the dark and you're stuck with this very expensive discounting program. And so it's really twofold. It's first of all, the value of doing more than just offering discounts. This is where customer feedback comes in. And two, it's about the power of actually knowing who your best customers are so that when you do choose to discount, it's not some sort of blanket, what I often call megaphone promotion. It's highly targeted to the people that matter. So let's dive into that feature of thanks that allows you to know who your best customers are. How does that work and how can you visually see this? Yeah, we... I'll actually back up and just explain something that we talked about at the beginning, which okay. is how do we deliver on this full feature loyalty program without, without point of sale integration? Um, the, the, the challenge with most programs is uh, the IT complexity. Okay. The second challenge is consumer engagement. About 58% of consumers who sign up for a loyalty program stop using it in the first six to 12 months. Wow. So that's a huge number. You go through all the hassle of signing up 10 people and six of them don't care enough to keep using the program. This is plastic cards, punch cards, phone numbers, check-ins. Recently, we're seeing apps with QR codes and receipt photos. These are things that represent hassle for the customer. And as a result, they have a high likelihood of breakage. Okay, so the reason why they weren't using it is because of hassle. It was too much work. Is that what you're saying? They weren't getting the return? We as, as people are lazy. Okay. Uh, and so we want to just do the simplest thing possible. Uh, and as a result, a lot of people choose not to engage in those programs. Okay. Most consumers have signed up for 20, 30, often 40 loyalty programs. Uh, at the end of the day, there's just a lot of fatigue. Yeah. And, and I, so, go ahead. I was going to say, so what, what we do differently is we strip out that hassle, both on the integration piece and on the consumer engagement piece. Participating in, the, in any thanks program is as simple as uh, dining, paying as usual, and earning rewards with, or, or notifications or feedback surveys right there on your phone. So why don't you walk uh, us through so, that process just to kind of really paint the picture of how it works? Yeah, the, the key magic to our technology uh, is that instead of messy integrations trying to pull data out of the point of sale, we've actually gone and built direct partnerships with all the major card networks, okay. uh, Visa, MasterCard, et cetera. And they are sitting on data that is invaluable to you as a restaurant operator, but they're not making it available to you. Okay. Suddenly through thanks, we have made that data available so you can identify who your top customers are based on how much revenue they're generating, which store they go to, how often they come in. And all of that information can be captured seamlessly so that the consumer doesn't have to jump through hoops and effortlessly for the restaurant because there's no new hardware integration. So that's the key magic to our technology. Got it. Um, so this kind of leads me to the, one of the questions I had for you. It seems like I, you know, I, I went to all the different POS systems that were being recommended on the show, uh, and almost all of them, I'm pretty sure actually all of them, offer integrated loyalty programs that are just embedded with inside the POS system. So if we are already uh, paying for a loyalty program that's embedded, that's incorporated into our POS system, then why would we want to uh, invest on top of that with thanks? It's a great question. Uh, and the reality is this is kind of where I, I drew the distinction between what is a rewards program and what is actually building true customer loyalty. Okay. Uh, the programs that are often embedded at the point of sale are very simplistic. Buy 10, get X, spend $25, get Y. Uh, there's no added uh, data analytics on top of it. Okay. And there's no segmentation. There's no way to treat customers differently. And so what you end up doing, or at least what most restaurants that I've worked with end up doing with those programs, is they find themselves three years later 
looking at the vast sum of discounts they've given out and completely unclear whether they've actually driven incremental revenue to the business. So there's, and that's a pretty sickening feeling to be sitting there three years later and not knowing whether this program was actually working for you or not. So uh, essentially a discount is an investment and you have no way to tie whether or not that investment is having any return on your business. Is that what I'm hearing? Look, the only reason you should ever give out a reward to a consumer is if you have reason to believe that that person will become more loyal. More loyal means that they'll spend more money with you over their lifetime of their relationship, or they'll refer customers, or they'll, they'll actually have greater affinity for your brand. Otherwise, why would you ever give out a discount to a customer if that's not going to have any impact on their behavior? Uh, and that's the problem with most of these built-in programs. They're too simplistic. And so to, to draw a fine distinction between the types of elements of our program that really uh, make a difference. We show definitively on a per customer basis, is there a change in visit frequency and check size? All right. When the customer redeem the reward, do they spend more than they normally spend? A phenomenon called overspend, which is incredibly powerful. Okay. We help the merchant segment, who are your VIPs? And just like the airlines do a great job of rewarding diamond preferred status and allowing you to board early and check your bag early. And those people have huge loyalty to that brand. We build programs like that for our restaurants so that they can focus on their top VIPs and make those people feel special with VIP events or free uh, apparel or a variety of things that are really great at amplifying the brand. Uh, and then, of course, there's the, the feedback element. Tying specific feedback to actual transactions is a robust way of building deeper relationships and making your customers feel like, oh, wow, this restaurant actually cares about me. Those are key elements of building a true loyalty program. Uh, and the word loyalty has, has been misused and become synonymous with just blind blanket discounts. That's not what a loyalty program should be. And unfortunately, that's what most point of sale integrated programs stop at. They stop right at the give out discounts every time someone does X or Y. So it almost sounds like uh, what Thanks does is allows the restaurant to be more loyal to the uh, loyal customers. And I think a lot of the time when – does that make sense? Is that kind of a stretch? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, treat like, – figure out who your best customers are and treat them better. Exactly. And I think a lot of the time people uh, – when they think of loyalty programs, they're thinking, how can I make my customers more loyal to me? And I really think that we need to remember that it's our job to be loyal to our customers and treat those people like gold because they, they keep our doors open. And I think we get it mixed sometimes. And this service, thanks, it sounds like you really can pinpoint and provide custom loyalty onto your uh, you know, loyal customers, which will in turn create more loyal customers. Um, yeah, I mean, here's what the reality is. Loyalty is not a check-the-box functionality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My advice, my guidance to, to folks is if your quote unquote loyalty program can't tie to measurable return on investment, you cannot prove that it is driving more revenue than it's costing you. You should not be doing it because it, it is harmful to the brand if it's not doing that. On the flip side, a program that actually drives measurable ROI can be one of the greatest growth vectors for any business same store sales attributed to your loyal customers, the fastest way to grow. And uh, let's dive deeper into the actual app and uh, branding because I think that's really important too because one thing, one feature that really impressed me about Thanks is that you get to retain your personal brand and voice. So how does that work? Yeah, so we actually offer a, a couple different ways of, of enabling your consumers to engage with our technology. 
Uh, and so you actually, many, many restaurants have an existing app and things can power the loyalty piece within that. Okay. But a lot of restaurants don't have one and they, they are looking to play in, in the app space. We recently announced earlier this year uh, the ability to, to build completely branded applications for restaurant customers, their brand front and center. And these apps that we are providing, not only do they have this, this completely integrated loyalty experience, which is seamless for the consumer because their phone stays in their pocket or their purse. Mm-hmm. There's no added steps to check out. You don't have to pay with the app. There's nothing else to do. You pay as usual, and then the app sends you a notification. Got it. And, but it's your branding. The notification comes from your, from your logo and your name. And we can integrate a variety of other features. Online ordering is a, is a commonly requested feature that we can integrate directly in to uh, any of the branded apps that we're building. Okay. Are you partnering with any services that do that? Or is that something you're taking on on your own? No, we, we partner with the leading order providers to provide that um, as, as opposed to building that on our own. We believe that is a completely different technology. Okay. It has its own uh, competitive advantages. And so the leading providers, I think, uh, in, in my mind, uh, there are quite a few good ones. Um, uh, and so we partner with them and allow them to fulfill the orders and payments. Got it. Awesome. So uh, some of the other questions I had, unless you want to continue on, I don't want to cut you short. No, that's good. Uh, some of the questions I have uh, are, are there any limitations with what POS system you're using? Like, Are there POS systems that integrate best with Thanks that we should know about? There are no limitations, actually. Uh, in fact, we are the only loyalty program uh, and technology that I know that, that can work seamlessly with, with any point of sale. And it's because we can actually turn on a program uh, in a few days without even asking the point of sale because our data is flowing through these partnerships we have on the back end. Uh, and so that, that is really a key advantage where businesses that have looked at point of sale integration and saying, my point of sale is, is not the most friendly uh, piece of technology I've ever worked with. Every time I try to do anything, it costs me money and time. Uh, Thanks represents an option to cut that pain out of the process. Okay. Yeah, and there's actually a great video that I watched in preparation for this interview of you uh, kind of standing with, in front of a whiteboard, and there's a, a racetrack around you, which really explains well, basically, imagine a racetrack, uh, and around that racetrack, there's hurdles. And the issue before, one of the biggest issues with older uh, dated loyalty programs was that there were so many hurdles you had to jump over to get to the finish line, whereas what thanks does is removes those hurdles so it makes the the process of re- or gaining your rewards much more seamless uh, and much more uh, just friendly i guess uh so that people don't give up before they get to the finish line and i'll have that that video in the show notes just so you guys can see because that's a really great explanation there um you nailed that eric and and the reason that it matters one of the funny things that i hear in the loyalty industry pretty often is well we're okay if people don't earn rewards because that saves us money yeah (laughs) this goes back to the point that i made earlier which is you shouldn't have a rewards program if you're worried about uh it not making you money and so the, to continue the track analogy, just like a, a, an Olympic athlete rounds the home stretch on a racetrack and suddenly you see they have this extra burst of energy, they run faster to get to the finish line. Yeah. It's really, it's a remarkable feat of, of human strength. It happens to be the same thing with consumers. As they near the reward you're offering them, they visit more often, they spend more money. And so you think about it, oh, I'm, I'm one visit away from earning a reward. Great, I should come back soon. Ooh, I just earned a reward. Great, I can't wait to redeem it. Those experiences result in what's called frequency compression. And your reward program should be able to measure that frequency compression, that acceleration. And that's where a lot of the value comes from. And so you're leaving, you're leaving almost all the value on the table 
if you have people that are tripping on hurdles, check-ins, plastic cards, phone numbers, et cetera, earlier in the race. Yeah, and there's a couple more questions I want to ask you. Uh, thank you for better explaining that, by the way, uh, before we wrap up. And one thing that well, I guess I'll preface the question with what type of restaurant does this work best with? Is it fast, casual, quick service, counter service? Like, is there a type or a concept of restaurant that it integrates best with? Our program is, is so customizable that we're working with quick serve uh, uh, and, and a coffee shop down at a, about a $5.50 average check, uh, so quite low. Uh, and we're working in fine dining up to about a $250 average oh, wow. check. And, and so the, the answer is actually pretty seamlessly across the board. We have very different programs and very different tools we offer based on the type of restaurant and the type of customer. And so there is no one size fits all. Those are very different types of restaurants. Yeah. But the core technology platform works quite well uh, across that entire spectrum. Yeah. And the reason why I ask is because I feel like uh, like quick service or fast casual restaurants are almost at a disadvantage of being able to get their to get to know their guests, to be able to, to develop that data on their guests, because um, it's it's not as intimate as a full service experience where you can collect all that data and really get to know your your guests. So my question is when you have a guest who's maybe standing in line or maybe a guest that's at the register, is there a way for you to know who that guest is before they engage with you? Yeah, we've done, we've done some uh, deployments of beacon technology or location aware technology, uh, which are very interesting. Uh, It allows you to identify, you know, when a VIP walks in the door uh, and perhaps you send a notification to the manager or something like that. Uh, I'd say that technology is still, still new. Mm-hmm. And restaurants still haven't figured out exactly how to, how to actually take advantage of it. What is your right reaction when a VIP walks in? Uh, how, do you, how do you actually go up to them and, uh, and, and identify them and say something to them in a way that it's viewed very positively? I think that that's remains a challenge of this pre-purchase identification. It's hard to replace the I recognize your face and I just wanted to say hi uh, personally uh, type, of, type of service. Yeah, I just feel like if, if uh, a restaurant was able to see somebody coming, recognize a person, know that they're a regular, but they can't recall the name, just be able to look down at the POS system and see that integration uh, with you know there being like something saying, oh, like so and so is standing in front of you, so you can just like that little like I think that little like push of just having that person show up on your screen, it might be able to help. Um, yep. But I don't know. Is that something you guys are working towards? It, it's something that, as I said, I think we've, we've done uh, some deployments using location-aware services and notifying, notifying managers. I, just, I wouldn't say that it is being widely used by our customer base at this point. Okay. Uh, I think they're, they're still focused, many of them, on more of the fundamentals of getting, getting the loyalty program built and the customer engagement outside the restaurant, and, and they haven't been able to, uh, to, to do as much of that. But I think we're going to see a lot more of it, to yeah. your point. I think that, that will be a wave of innovation that as restaurants catch up and are look, looking to embrace technology more and more, uh, that will be something we'll see more of. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like some, peop- some people, like you said, they, they're looking to how to engage the consumer outside of the restaurant, and they're trying to automate that whole process. But I think they forget that it's, you know, you got to spend time inside the restaurant. And that's where you're really going to win the hearts of, of your guests. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what you guys do in the future to be able to provide features that allow you to win the hearts uh, when your guest is standing right there in front of you. And I think that's a really yep. interesting sector. But one more question that I, I really wanted to ask before we uh, you know wrap it up. And it seems like Fanks is focused on multi-unit locations. So is there a number of restaurants? Like, is there like, you know, is a specific amount of restaurants where Thanks works best? Um is, does it work with single location restaurants? Would you recommend not 
investing in things if you are just a single location? Like, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, it works across the range. So we do indeed have single location businesses that we work with. Uh, I, I would say that what ends up happening more often is the the pain of not knowing who your customers uh, are becomes more severe when you're at five uh, or more locations. Okay. Because no matter how good of an operator you are, you can't be everywhere at the same time. Yeah. And that's where we really start becoming the eyes and ears uh, of uh, a management team that can't be at every location all the time. The reality is when there's one to two locations, often the owner, the proprietor, uh, someone is actually personally on site every day, is recognizing the best customers, and is creating this uh, hospitable experience for loyalists. That becomes harder and harder as, as your business scales, and that's where using technology to replicate that uh, you know, one location experience becomes really powerful. And so that's why most of our clients tend to be uh, five to you know, hundreds of locations, because they have more of a, a gap in knowledge and data about customers than the single location operators do. Got it. So uh, do you offer different price ranges for the single location versus multiple location uh, concepts or operators? We do. So there, there are, there are larger price discounts at the, at the large, for the larger operators. Um, We also have tiers um, of pricing so that if someone wanted to activate thanks, but with a uh, more conservative set of features, maybe not all of our data analytics tools, you know, our churn management and VIP campaigns and the things that are really our, our bread and butter sophisticated tools, you can activate on the lower end and then maybe, as we hope, ultimately graduate to using uh, the really sophisticated tools over time. Now, let me ask you uh, this. If, if thanks isn't something that maybe you're, you're a single location operator with your hopes of expanding to multi uh, locations, is there a uh, rewards program that you know of that might be better for a smaller operation that can uh, potentially graduate to thanks? I actually advise, uh, I advise these businesses all the time. The best rewards program when you yourself can be on site is to pay attention to your customers yeah. and recognize them in person while they're there. Yeah, I would uh, totally agree so with that. That's number one. Yeah. Number two then is about building, uh, building a way to actually track the ongoing engagement of those customers. And that's where there's, there's a lot of solutions out there, but, uh, it, it's a matter of uh, it's a matter of actually uh, nailing the in restaurant experience first, and then moving on. And frankly, businesses that focus on nailing the in restaurant experience uh, at single location, I find quite often find themselves looking to expand soon after that because they've gotten nice. the hardest part of running a restaurant down. So, would you just recommend that they use the uh, rewards program that it's integrated with their POS system until they can graduate to a multi-location operation? Yeah, it, it depends on which point of sale they're they're operating with. Honestly, so, uh, some of them are some of them you'll get by with. Some are are not worth the time and energy to set them up. So let me ask um, you, which ones, which POS operation or systems impress you right now? <laughs> um, I'll I'll take the fifth amendment on that one. <laughs> All right, I don't have based, based on our yeah based <laughs> on the operators we work with. Uh, what I will say is, I found. I find large-scale disappointment uh, with those systems as opposed, as opposed to anyone that is raving about how happy they are with their point of sale. Um, and, and it's that reason that we took an approach that said, well, we're not going to uh, focus on integration. We're going to deliver these robust services without touching your point of sale. 
Awesome. Uh, I think I've covered uh, most, uh, pretty much everything that I had questions about. I think we really painted a big picture of the value that things can bring our listeners. Uh, do you have any final thoughts, anything that uh, we might have missed that you really felt like you could have really driven home a little bit more that we could talk about before we wrap up? No, I think this has been a, a good free-flowing conversation. I think that the, the key, the theme that has been throughout of operating a business uh, without data about your top customers is, is no longer possible. Uh, if you expect to really consistently grow same-store sales, if you expect to see uh, the fundamentals such that you can keep expanding uh, either by location or, or on, on the current location count, uh, you have to know who your top customers are and be able to treat them uh, treat them differently because they're driving so much revenue. And so, uh, again, the, there's no replacement for delivering great service in restaurants. But there is a huge opportunity through technology, and this is what we're offering our customers, to extend that by recognizing the VIPs, by identifying churned customers and reaching out to them and say, hey, we miss you. We'd love to see you back. By asking for feedback. These things that come with a full-featured loyalty program um, like what we're offering. Those are key elements to extending that, uh, that focus outside the four walls of the restaurant. And, and that's something that I'm seeing more and more restaurants uh, embracing and recognizing that it's mission critical. I love your transparency, Zach. I really do. I feel like a lot of people who are, would be on a platform like this would just be trying to really hard sell their product or service. And what you're saying is, hey, we what we provide comes second. First, you got to get the basics down. You got to take care of the people that are in your restaurant when they're right in front of you. And th- the way I look at services like Thanks, they they give you that compound effect, that slight edge over your competitors. When you're doing everything else right, these are the little things that just help you really, uh, like I said, like that compounding effect, that slight edge that you can get just to just stand out a little bit more to be that little something extra that your, your competitors are not offering. So awesome stuff. Yep. Um, I did just think of one more question that might be helpful. Uh, you said that the way you work, you, you partner with credit card processors. Uh, I got that fact, right? Correct. We, we work with the card networks themselves. Those okay. are the visas of the world. So what are some of the car, the credit card processors, the visas and MasterCards that you're, you're working with? So our listeners know, uh, you know, we work with all of them, actually. So any credit or debit card can be used seamlessly with banks, um, and and there's no uh, there's no hassle for the for the on-site staff, and there's no hassle for the consumer. Uh, quite quite literally, once someone's enrolled in your loyalty program in a in a quick serve environment, they walk up to the register, order, pay. Uh, the, the the cashier swipes their credit card, and suddenly they get a notification on their phone that they've earned a reward. In a in a casual dining environment. They're sitting at the table. They have a great dining experience. They give their credit card. And even before the receipt gets back to be signed, they've seen a notification on their phone that says that they're earning towards their next reward. And Got so that, that experience is facilitated with any credit or debit card. Got it. Awesome. All right. Those are all the questions I had today. Uh, great stuff. Uh, before I let you go, like I make all my guests do, I'm going to have you call somebody out. So if you can think of an independent restaurant operator, um, a multi-location independent restaurant operator, maybe somebody who's using Thanks, uh, that would be a great guest mentor on the show to come on the show to talk to us about their success, about their story. I'd love to get them on the show. So who do you have for us? I, I am. Uh, my brother lives in Chicago. I'm based in San Francisco. Uh, and I was in Chicago recently loving Lou Malnati's pizza. Uh, this is a business that we launched somewhat recently. I think they are probably the finest deep dish pizza uh, that, that exists. Uh, and not only are they our customer, uh, but they've been someone that I followed for a while. I think there's a great story there. 
uh, about how they run their business. It's family owned and operated. Yes, They're expanding out of Chicago for the first time. I think there's just, there's a neat story there. Uh, and, and I'd love more people to know about it. That was Illuminati's pizza. That's right. All right. Look out, guys. I'm coming after you. I'd love to get you on the show to hear your story, to gather your advice for my listeners. Zach Goldstein, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, come on the show, uh, to talk to our listeners. Uh, Just let them know how they can connect, and we'll say goodbye. All right. Uh, Thank you for all the time. I'm feeling quite unstoppable right now. (laughs) You can reach out to us at thanks.com, T-H-A-N-X. A lot of information about what we're doing for our customers and who those customers are. We look forward to hearing from you. All right. I'll have all those links in the show notes, a summary of today's uh, discussion, plus how to connect with Zach, uh, links over to thanks. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, there's no questioning, Zach, that you are unstoppable. Thank you for joining us. All right. Thank you. Cheers. There's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. I hope you guys enjoyed it. So a couple of things before I let you go. I'm now offering free one-on-one 15-minute chats. If you want to get inspired, if you need to get just a little motivation, or if you have some questions about some of the things we talked about on the show, you can now chat with me for free 15 minutes. Head over to Restaurant Unstoppable to find the links. Don't forget that we have a complete list of all the books and resources our past guests have recommended. These are the books they read, the resources and tools they're using in their restaurant, the tools that are helping them be successful, a whole list archived right there at restaurantunstoppable.com. Don't forget to use my links if you really want to give back to the show. If you want to show your appreciation for all these episodes I'm putting out, the best way to support the show is to simply use my links when you discover something new that can help you in your restaurant. Thank you in advance. Also, keep those five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher Radio coming. And I can't finish without reminding you to keep those emails coming. I love your emails. They fire me up. They keep me going. Tell me who you want to hear from. Tell me what you love about the show. Tell me anything. I'm here for you. Just shoot me an email, eric at restaurantunstoppable.com. All right, that's all we have for today. I hope you're enjoying this journey as much as I am. Thanks again for joining me. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.